Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8. Today is the 28th of February and unfortunately, the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have marginally gone down. As of today, the global cryptocurrency market stands at $1.07 trillion. Now, what is really surprising is that if you look at the 24-hour trading volume, it is at $46.18 billion, but it is up by 36%. This guy is definitely not ideal. Now, there's quite a lot to talk about in today's episode. Now, the first thing that we're going to kickstart is regarding boxing news and looks like a rapper called Drake has lost $400,000 and he's lost that in Bitcoin. Now, this is definitely not a massive news, but because the boxing event was an absolute massive event in Saudi Arabia, and there's also this thing called as Drake Curse, that's one of the reasons why I thought it would be some fun news to go ahead and talk about it in today's episode. There is some unfortunate news regarding Binance as well, and looks like Binance being B-Chain has been drained for $700,000, so we're going to be discussing which DeFi protocol apparently had an exploit. Unfortunately, looks like 2023 is not one of the best years for Binance, and in particular, Binance BNB chain. Now, regarding NFT trading volume, we have some really crucial information. Now, Lucas 2023 is definitely having a lot of news regarding NFTs. Earlier in the month of February, we also discussed NFTs in Bitcoin blockchain, and that is because of ordinals. So, quite a lot to cover in today's episode. And, guys, every Mondays, Glassnodes, they tend to provide a weekly insight that gives a snapshot of what has happened in the previous week. Now, surprisingly, and this might be just be for the very second time, they haven't mentioned anything about Bitcoin, but they've talked about stable coins and they focus heavily on NFT. So we'll go ahead and explore in today's episode what is the current state of NFT market and its competition between Blur and OpenSea, which is making massive news. Now, along with Glassnodes, CoinShares, they tend to provide a weekly insight as well, and CoinShares weekly blogs are relatively short and sweet. So we'll very briefly touch on that. Now, look, guys, I do have this feeling that in the second half of this year, NFT volumes might probably die down and DeFi might be picking up pace. Now, I do have a preference towards DeFi and that's one of the reasons why I'm saying that. Now, speaking of DeFi, a few weeks ago, we did talk about MakeDAO, a boomer DeFi protocol, which was trying to merge with traditional finance and they had tied up with Cogent Bank. But looks like MakeDAO has rejected the $100 million loan to Cogent Bank, which I believe is from Florida, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll definitely go ahead and talk very briefly about that. And look, guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee at 8 podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news regarding UAE. And both the news are to do with events that I'm conducting on the 3rd of March. The first one is about Metaverse. Now, look, guys, ever since Facebook changed its name from Facebook to Meta, everyone has become experts in Metaverse. So what I want to do is in this particular session, I want to go ahead and explain the hype, the reality and new world order and which country could have a competitive edge in the metaverse. And cause every Fridays in my metaverse everything, I do go ahead and explore this in detail. In my metaverse everything podcast, I also go ahead and cover the top metaverse news from Dubai and top metaverse news from all around the world. Now the second news is also to do with an event that is taking place on the 3rd of March and it is called a special hour analysis. Now if you've done your MBA, your masters in business, you should know that PESTEL R analysis stands for political, economical, social, technological, legal, environmental, and religious analysis. Now, this particular session is focusing on PESTEL R analysis on Bitcoin, but in the near future, I would love to do PESTEL R analysis, let's see, on Metaverse, on stable coins, DeFi, pretty much everything. And I do think it is absolutely brilliant because it does provide a comprehensive overview and a detailed analysis on the different factors governing Bitcoin 
and vice versa. So let's kick start today's episode. Welcome to the Krypton Coffee Edit, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee Tape has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys listen, if you are into fitness, if you are into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Space Podcast and The Race Space Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from sandstorm to spartan race, from tough mother to desert warrior challenge and also the government gov games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. 
So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Series Podcast. Next, listen guys, there are three things that I'm extremely passionate about. One is extreme heavy metal, ice cold bio and obstacle course race. And Tough Mudder is one of my favorite obstacle course race events taking place in the Middle East. Now, if you're into running, if you're into obstacle course race, you definitely need to check out Tough Mudder because they have a massive event coming up on the 18th of March and it is, if not in one of the most beautiful locations in the United Arab Emirates. So listen guys, go to the website of Tough Mudder Arabia and look at the events. So there are different events taking place. There is 10K events, there is 5K events and if you have your kids, get your kids along. And listen up guys, Tough Mudder is a series of obstacle and mud runs that will push your physical and mental limits without the pressure of competition, a community built on teamwork and overcoming obstacles where stepping outside your comfort zone is a reward. And listen guys, when was the last time you did something for the very first time? So the event takes place in Ras Al Khaimah and guys the location is absolutely brilliant called as Mina Al Arab in Ras Al Khaimah and you can register for it now on the 18th of March. So you have a 5k event, 10k event and if you have your kids, get your kids along. If you do want some heavy discount and get a 15% discount code, use the code GEORGE15 which is G for George, E for Elephant, O for Orange, R for Roger, G for George, E for Elephant, 15 that is the number 15 so once again guys the code is george 15 and look guys one of my goals is to do 100 tough mother and i'd really like to do it in dubai or in the uae and finally guys not your keys not your crypto if you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet and this is where ledger wallet kicks in and ledger wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France and Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline and Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you're taking care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now as of today, the global crypto market is at $1.07 trillion. Now since the last 24 hours though, it has marginally gone down by 1.32%. So if you're looking at the global cryptocurrency market, most of the top cryptocurrencies are looking red and unfortunately guys the total crypto market volume is not doing good at all despite it being up by 36 percent the total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is only 46.18 billion dollars and this is definitely not ideal the volume of DeFi is once again ridiculously low at 4.96 billion dollars and the total value locked is below the 50 billion dollar mark and it stands at 49.07 billion dollars and look guys, early in the month, I was really expecting that the total value locked does cross $50 billion and it tends to remain above $50 billion. It did go above $50 billion, but looks like that is only for a few days. And unfortunately, at the time when the total value lock did actually cross the $50 billion mark, a lot of the protocols in the DeFi world 
were actually selling their coins, so definitely not ideal. The Lido is still dominating the total value locked with 18.96% and $9.34 billion is locked in this protocol. And DeFi as of today accounts for 10.74% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. MakeDAO is currently at $7.19 billion and later on guys I'm going to be discussing some massive news regarding MakeDAO. Looks like they have backtracked and the community has making the decision. Now in hindsight this is definitely a very positive news. Now I'm really am not sure what happens to its token and if you talk about the user base I really am unsure what's going to happen. Are the number of users going to go down or it is going to remain the same? Now the third protocol with the highest total value locked is Curve Finance at $4.98 billion followed by Aave at $4.82 billion and Convex Finance at $4.09 billion. Now guys, let's look at the volume of stable coins. It is at $41.27 billion. Definitely, definitely not a good number. And stable coins still accounts for 89.38% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. And it's no surprise that out of $41.27 billion, Tether USDT accounts for $31.70 billion, Circle USDC at $3.30 billion and Binance BUSD at $5.90 billion. Now to be honest, the volume of Binance BUSD has drastically gone down especially since the last 3 days. Now let's quickly look at the market cap, 24 hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin's market cap is $450 billion and Ethereum's market cap has gone below the $200 billion mark and it is currently at $198 billion. The 24 hour trading volume of Bitcoin is $23 billion and Ethereum is 7 $0.49 billion. The dominance surprisingly guys since January of 2023 is pretty much the same for Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin's dominance is at 42.30%. Ethereum's dominance is at 18.60%. Now in today's episode I'm going to be looking at the market cap of smart contracting platforms and I'm also going to be looking at the privacy coins. The market cap of Ethereum is $198 billion followed by Binance BNB at $47.96 billion. Now earlier today there was some kind of an exploit which did happen in one of the protocols. Now looks like this has not had an impact so far as market cap is concerned. But as and when this news gets mainstream, I'm pretty much sure that the market cap of Binance BNB will be affected severely by it. Now as of today Cardano which is number third, its market cap is $12.53 billion. Now look guys, if you've been following crypto Twitter, I'm pretty much sure whenever there's an exploit, Competing protocols often tell to pull down other competing protocols, so definitely not ideal. And crypto Twitter is absolutely wild, especially in such cases. Now, if you look at privacy coins, Monero is clearly an outlier, and its market cap is at $2.73 billion. Zcash is at $537 million, and Decred is $357 million. Now, guys, unfortunately, privacy coins in 2023 is definitely not ideal because earlier in the year, Dubai's VARA, that is Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, did clearly mention that they're having really strong restrictions so far as privacy cons is concerned. And yesterday in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast for the 27th of February, I did talk about the IMF, which is openly considering banning privacy coins. So I really am not sure what the future of privacy cons is. Now it's so surprising because when you talk about Web 3.0, privacy is so critical. So the big question for you guys is, what is the difference between privacy and anonymity? Mention your thoughts and comments in the comment sections below. Now let's look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. 
It is currently at $23,360. Since the last 24 hours, though, it is down by 1.50%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 5.78%. Ethereum is at $1,625. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.08%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 4.67%. Now, regarding Ethereum, guys, what are your price predictions? As in when the Shanghai upgrade date gets closer, I'm pretty much sure there's going to be some drastic movement in the price of Ethereum. Do you think it's going to cross the $2,000 mark or will it go below the $1,000 mark or will it just remain in the range of $1,400 to $1,800? What are your price predictions? Mention them in the comments below. And Binance Coin is currently at $303. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.70%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 3.49%. Now look guys, if you're into sports and if you're into combat sports, yesterday there was a massive fight between Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. It was massive in terms of popularity, definitely not in terms of skills. And this event did actually take place on the 26th of February 2023 and looks like the Drake curse was definitely on display. Now the Canadian rapper called Drake did actually bet on Jake Paul. And to be honest guys, I did watch the fight as well. And I was really hoping that Jake Paul would actually win that fight. I'm no way a fan of Jake Paul whatsoever. But I'm definitely a fan of boxing. And despite what you hear on social media, he's definitely a good advocate for combat sports and for boxing world as well. Now Drake unfortunately, or should I say fortunately, lost $400,000 in Bitcoin. Now, if you're following UFC or mixed martial arts, they often call it as a Drake curse. Because whoever he tends to support or whoever he accompanies during the reigns, they often tend to lose their fights and I wouldn't be surprised if the losing percentage is well over 90%. If I'm not mistaken, Daniel Cormier, one of the greatest of all times, he's the only fighter who probably I can think of did actually break the Drake curse but looks like the Drake curse has costed him $400,000 and what happened is that Drake earlier took to Instagram and showed off his bet, very clearly showed a receipt that he did place a bet on a crypto staking platform called a stake. And the Canadian rapper did lose $400,000 in Bitcoin after betting on YouTuber turned boxer Jake Paul. And what he did actually bet was that Jake Paul would beat Tommy Fury by knockout. And unfortunately, the fight wasn't even close at all. I do think Tommy Fury did actually dominate Jake Paul. It was a bit surprising that the judges actually gave it a split decision. But anyways, going back to the news, Bitcoin.com has reported that he had placed $400,000 Bitcoin wager which is roughly around 17 Bitcoin on Paul winning the fight by knockout. Clearly that thing did not happen and looks like the Canadian rapper did lose 17 Bitcoins, which at that point of time was roughly around $400,000. Now guys, let's discuss some serious news. And this is to do with Binance BNB chain. And the news is that Binance BNB chain based DeFi protocol called as Launch Zone claims to have an exploit that led to $700,000 of funds that were being dragged from its liquidity protocol and along with that its native token did actually plunge down as well and as per the article it states that the native token did actually fall down by more than 80%. Now the team behind Launch Zone is clearly alleging that an attacker carried out an exploit and it's going to be really critical to see what happens in due course time and unfortunately because of the exploiter Launch Zone's liquidity pool were drained and value of its native token called LZ or Launch Zone significantly went down in price. And if you follow through the trail of funds, the funds were swapped out through PancakeSwap, 
according to blockchain data from several different blockchain explorer now long zone guys has over 44000 members on its telegram channel and i believe on twitter they have 275000 followers now what is really surprising is that the project did not make any warnings or announcement to its large twitter following so could it be possible that a notorious employer someone within the system has done this exploit in the cryptocurrency and blockchain world particularly in the defi world never say never now this part of time the damage does not seem to be too high but nonetheless things happening on binance bnb chain is not looking good and binance bnb chain guys is definitely not having the best year in 2023 now guys let's discuss some technical news and every mondays glass nodes they tend to provide a weekly insight what is really surprising is that this might be the very second time that they have not mentioned absolutely anything about bitcoin i really am not sure what it is but nonetheless this week's weekly insight states that despite the bearish sentiment and an overhang on regulations the application layer of ethereum did actually continue to flourish and the nft market in particular is experiencing great competition with the new marketplace blurb and guys in my crypto and coffee day podcast i did talk about blur.io taking over the market share from OpenSea. and what is really important to notice is that the renewed interest in aweber has not yet attracted new users so could it be possible that in due course the volume in blur.io significantly drops and also guys based on the report it states that because of the increase in volume it has not triggered significant new capital inflows into the ethereum ecosystem so let me try to explain what actually is the current state of nft market and its competition between blur and OpenSea. now look guys the nft market is experiencing a renewed interest in 2023 driven by the latest developments surrounding the upcoming nft marketplace and aggregator blur and earlier in the month i also talked about how nfts did actually pump up in bitcoin blockchain as well now going back to the news regarding blur and OpenSea. Because of its challenge to industry leader OpenSea, Blur has quickly gained traction and has since been nipping at the heels of OpenSea. The Lucas Blur aims to be a professional trading platform for NFTs and they feature a zero trading fee model and optional royalty payments. And as of today, Blur has seized a 78% market share of the NFT transfer volume and they've clearly overtaken OpenSea following its airdrop in February 14th and Blur's strategy and focus on pro traders have the potential to cause a paradigm shift for the NFT industry and the token rewards of Blur have successfully enhanced market depth of its platform by incentivizing users to post bids with the ultimate goal of increasing NFT sales frequency and improving the NFT trading and liquidity experience. Now look as if you're someone who's flipping NFTs, I'm pretty much sure you're definitely in Blur as well. And OpenSea, which is his very strong competitor, right now is no longer a competitor and is lagging behind. Now OpenSea, in an attempt to counter its upstart rival, made a bold move earlier in restructuring the fee model and policies, however, was still unable to retain its market cap. And I did talk about a tweet and what I really recommend you to do is follow OpenSea's Twitter account because they did give out very specific reasons on why they are reducing fees and if that is only a temporary or permanent solution. Now look guys, this drama between Blur and OpenSea is definitely taking its toll in a positive way and Daily Caller has also reported that the generative art collection by Jack Butcher is trending on Blur and OpenSea and has skyrocketed by 98.72% and Open Edition NFT flow prices have skyrocketed by 700% in the last 14 days. Now really I'm not sure if this trend would continue 
because most likely by the second half of this year, I'm pretty much sure the news of NFTs might die down. So those are the news which was reported by Glass Notes. And once again, guys, it is a bit surprising that they haven't mentioned absolutely anything about Bitcoin. Because what happens is in the weekly inside, 80 to 90% of the news is often covering Bitcoin. But then this news, they also mention quite a lot about stablecoins as well. And if you're a technical nerd and like to look at charts and graphs, I would definitely recommend you to read through the weekly insights, which is provided by Glass Nodes. Now, along with Glass Nodes, CoinShares also provides a weekly blog, and they do that via Medium every Monday. And they take data only from Monday to Fridays. And Glass Nodes weekly blog via Medium states a stronger than expected macro data weight on crypto sentiments. And the blog states that Bitcoin, in particular, saw outflows for the third consecutive week totaling $12 million and looks like there is negative sentiments towards Bitcoin, particularly in the USA. Now guys, let's discuss some drama between MakerDAO. And I did cover about MakerDAO protocol merging with traditional finance in my Crypto and Coffee Date podcast a few weeks ago, but looks like MakerDAO has rejected the $100 million loan to Cogent Bank and looks like DeFi is definitely not merging with traditional finance. So what happened earlier is that the MakerDAO community rebuffed state-charted Cogent Bank's proposal to borrow $100 million from the decentralized lending platform Maker and the protocol's governance side showed on Monday that 73% of the voters did actually reject the plan. Now, I particularly like this news because it looks like the community has taken this very smart decision and it doesn't make sense to merge DeFi world with traditional world. Now, in my Crypto and Coffee at podcast, when this news was announced, I did actually mention there are two ways of looking at it. One way of looking at it is when DeFi merges with traditional finance, there is a possibility for the number of customers to increase. But the whole idea of using DeFi completely goes to drain. Why would you want to merge it with traditional finance? So those are the news from Crypto and Coffee at 8. Now, guys, let's discuss two news regarding UAE. And both the sessions are conducted by me. And I tend to do these sessions every month. The first one is Metaverse, the Hype Reality and New World Order. So in today's episode, let me go ahead and explain what is it that you can expect in the session. Now the session is completely free of cost and it is on the 3rd of March from 11am to 12.30pm Gulf Standard Time. Now listen guys, if you do want to attend this session, look at the show notes below. I've gone ahead and updated the link where you can register or alternatively guys, you can also drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. So let me try to go ahead and explain why I'm doing this session. Now look guys, there is so much of hype surrounding Metaverse. So I wanted to go ahead and explore and give my understanding on the basic concepts of Metaverse and its impacts. And I want to go ahead and share the institution and companies joining on board in the Metaverse hype. We'll also go ahead and explore the hype versus reality. Now look guys, ever since Facebook changed its name from Facebook to Meta, everyone has become experts in the field of metaverse so we'll go ahead and look at the expectations versus reality we'll also go ahead and explore the hardware and software limitations that are currently taking place in the metaverse world we will look at real life use cases and quite a lot of other i've intentionally kept the topic as metaverse the high reality and new world order now, so far as new world order is concerned will the usa have a competitive advantage will it be china and guys in tomorrow's metaverse everything podcast I'm going to be talking quite a lot about Saudi Arabia. And is it possible that Saudi Arabia will have a competitive edge in the metaverse? And what are the steps countries can take to be an early adopter in the metaverse? So the session is idly broken down into three parts. In part A, 
we will look at the history of metaverse what the hell is the metaverse we will look at the hype of metaverse the hardware and software required in the metaverse in part b which is my favorite i look at areas where metaverse merges with the physical world we will look at news and events surrounding metaverse in dubai we'll also go and explore blockchain in the metaverse and do we still need blockchain in the metaverse what is an ideal form of payment and medium of exchange in the metaverse now listen guys i'm not a fan of blockchain merging with metaverse now because we still need to solve the blockchain trilemma problem once the blockchain trilemma problem is solved then maybe we can talk about blockchain in the metaverse but nonetheless i'll go ahead and explore the top metaverse platforms the limitations of blockchain nfts in the metaverse and artificial enabled nfts in the metaverse one of the biggest changes which i think might happen in the metaverse is chat gpt connected to an artificial intelligence enabled voice recognition platform where you can actually talk to a person and that particular person or author is connected to chat gpt and that thing might happen probably in the next few months and i'm pretty much sure that there are other companies already working on it and in part c we will look at dubai metaverse strategy and look guys i have a standalone episode explaining dubai metaverse strategy and in tomorrow's episode on metaverse everything i'll also go ahead and update some more things that are taking place so far as dubai metaverse is concerned we will also look at the leading governing body that is dubai wara or virtual asset regulatory authority and one of the goals of sheikh hamdan is to be the top 10 city in the world so we'll go ahead and explore all those cases we'll also look at dubai metaverse assembly and dubai did have a phenomenal event last year called as the dubai metaverse assembly and they had tech experts metaverse influencers from all over the world at the iconic building of museum of the future and i'll also go ahead and talk about networking and quite a lot more so the session is completely free of course now on the very same day on the 3rd of march i do have another session called the special r analysis on bitcoin and special r analysis guys stands for political economical social technological legal environmental and religious analysis on bitcoin now look guys i think we can do this analysis on stable coins we can do it on ethereum we can do it on other cryptocurrencies you can do it on metaverse as well so I plan to do special on analysis on other things as well now this session takes place on the same date as the metaverse hype reality and new world order but it is in the afternoon at 2 pm to 3:30 pm gov standard time and look us look at the show notes below to get the registration link the registration is completely free of cost or you can also go to eventbrite.com and look for blockchain dxp or also drop in an email to info@blockchaindxp.com now so for a special our analysis on bitcoin is concerned it is ideally a tool used to gain a macro level picture of an industry or an environment so we break down elements of bitcoin at a macro level to understand its impact and vice versa so we'll be discussing each area in detail and so far as politics is concerned we will look at if is bitcoin a political and look guys bitcoin was created as a movement towards suppression of money and the state now when that thing happens i really am not sure it might take at least a couple of decades but until then politics and politicians do have a very powerful play in the trajectory and direction of bitcoin and so far as us is concerned we'll also look at right wing's view on bitcoin and open source and freedom of speech and we'll also look at left wing's view so far as bitcoin freedom of speech and open source innovation is concerned and look guys it's a no brainer that left wing politicians and ideologies are not in favor of bitcoin are not in favor of freedom of speech and the whole cancel culture is popularized by left wing ideologies and politicians 
right-wing politicians, on the other hand, are definitely in favor of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, and right-wing politicians are not in favor of CBDCs or central bank digital currencies. Left-wing politicians, on the other hand, definitely want a lot of control, and they are the advocates of central bank digital currencies. And if you look at politics, let's say in UK, conservatives are in favor of Bitcoin and open source. Labour Party not so much and some of the Labour Parties have said notoriously bad things regarding people dealing in Bitcoins and quite a lot of other. So in that sessions, we'll go ahead and have an in-depth discussion. Now so far as economical factors is concerned, we will look at is Bitcoin the biggest global wealth redistribution and can Bitcoin change the dynamics of money? We will also look at the inflation numbers, the exchange rate and something which I've been seeing in my Crypto Coffee at 8 podcast since the last few days is Jerome Powell talking about inflation and deflation is having a massive impact on the price of Bitcoin in particular. So we'll go ahead and explore that. And so far, social factors are concerned. We will look at the social impact of Bitcoin and blockchain for generations to come. We'll also go ahead and explore Bitcoin's use case in first world countries versus Bitcoin's use case in underdeveloped nations. So in countries such as Zimbabwe or Africa and underdeveloped nations how many people have been benefited by Bitcoin? We'll also answer this question. Are millennials the one who are into Bitcoin or is it boomers? And look guys, the answer might be surprising. So far as technological factors is concerned, we will look at the user experience of Bitcoin. We'll also discuss the folks of Bitcoin. And guys, in today's podcast, I did talk about because of Taproot and Snow Signature, we're also in a position to issue NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain network. We will also look at the economies of scale for setting up Bitcoin mining operations and this topic is so relevant because in the last quarter of 2022, a lot of the Bitcoin mining companies did actually go belly up. Now, so far as the legal factors is concerned, we'll answer this very simple question, is Bitcoin legal? Now, you can ask the same question for Ethereum as well, are smart contract legals? Now, so far as Bitcoin is concerned, we will look at where does governance fit in? What is the role of regulations and legislations so far as Bitcoin is concerned and what is it that governments can do in order to support innovation and Bitcoin's adoption? Now regarding environmental factors is concerned, we will answer this basic question about ESG or environmental social governance. Now look guys, this ESG is popularized by none other than Larry Fink who is the CEO of BlackRock. So essentially what happens is he writes letters to CEOs from all over the world. Even people like Elon Musk have to follow what he says or rather has to follow his orders. So we look at Bitcoin mining energy consumption. We look at the past, the current and the future state of environmental impact on Bitcoin and vice versa. And so far as religious factors is concerned, we will answer is Bitcoin Sharia compliant? What are the religious factors, commonalities and differences in Bitcoin? And how is Bitcoin seen in the Middle East and quite a lot of other and guys, Dr. Sefadin Amos, one of my favorite podcasters, he does have few interviews where he talks about Bitcoin from a legal perspective. So I'll definitely go ahead and urge you guys to go ahead and listen to it. So essentially at the session, we will look at all these factors. Now, if you do have any points that you want me to add, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. So that's all for today, guys, on the Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com and check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, 
please click on the follow button, give it a five star rating, and share the word across. Now, for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. So, let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, this is George from Blockchain DX. We are listening to the Ask Me Anything series. The you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. I have a question by Nate who asks Do you think NFTs and Bitcoin blockchain has died and will it take over Ethereum NFT volumes? Now, this is such a brilliant question, Nate. Now, surprisingly, the volume on NFT on Bitcoin blockchain has actually gone down. And earlier today, I was listening to a podcast by Peter McCormack, where he did actually talk about that the mempools were completely banked. So it looks like, Nate, the volume has definitely gone down. But one thing you need to truly understand, when you have NFTs and Bitcoin blockchain, this is done purely out of passion and not necessary to flip your NFTs. But that thing being said, People are making a lot of money in flipping NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain as well. Now, at the moment, Nate, I do feel that NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain has died, but I do think that this trend will continue as long as Bitcoin blockchain exists. Now, so far as the trend in NFTs on Ethereum is concerned, I do think that we might see tides of it going up or going down. Now, there is a very high possibility that NFTs in Ethereum or other blockchain protocols will reach a new all-time high. But at the same time, it might go down as well. Now, what my understanding is so far as NFTs or Bitcoin blockchain is concerned, you need to download the Bitcoin blockchain explorer. You need to know certain line of codes. So for an average everyday user, it becomes a little bit tricky. But let's say having NFTs or Ethereum blockchain using OpenSea or Blob, it is extremely easy. It is as good as, let's say, selling things on eBay or on your regular marketplace. Let's say Dubizel in UAE or Gumtree in US or Classifieds. In USA. Now that thing being said, I do think that NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain will definitely not die, but it might take longer time. But the trend will definitely continue. And look, all of the cypherpunks, all of the technical nerds, they are definitely accustomed to using Bitcoin blockchain protocol. I'm talking about enthusiasts who are particularly keen on NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain. Now, what is really surprising, Nate, is when you talk about NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain, there is a mixture of reaction. Even between the Bitcoin maximalist, I would say the separation is 60 to 40%. 40% are not in favor of having NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain, but the remaining 60% are absolutely okay or just don't care about having Bitcoin on blockchain. And you need to remember, there was a massive upgrade in Bitcoin blockchain. Initially, Bitcoin blockchain used to use ECDSA, but that has been replaced by Taproot and Snow Signature. Now, because of Taproot, we are in a position to do certain smart contracting function one of them being having ordinals or NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain. But to answer your questions, no, I don't think that NFTs in Bitcoin blockchain will die, but the trend might be completely stagnant, but it's definitely going to remain for a very long time. And I don't think that NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain will take over NFT volumes on Ethereum. That thing being said, I wouldn't be surprised if NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain in the metaverse does go completely mainstream. Now listen, I'm a massive advocate of Metaverse and I very strongly feel that Bitcoin using Lightning Network will be an ideal form of payment and medium of exchange in the Metaverse. It'd be really cool if someone developed some way where NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain 
modules at an extremely cheaper cost and focusing on the user experience, I do think that'll be an absolute game changer. So that is my thoughts, Nate, on NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain and about its trend. So that's all for today, guys, on the Ask Me Anything series, Blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website, area2071.com, that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and how the series of episodes into Crypto and Coffee Date works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. So thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice one. Bye-bye.